Immediately upon selection, a leader must take command. The art of command lies in conscious and skillful exercise of authority through visualization, decision-making, and management. Skilled judgment is gained from experience, practice, formal training, informal study, and reflection. Effective judgment requires the gathering and processing of information so as to identify the most rational course. In unclear situations, informed intuition may supplement more rational approaches to the exercise of judgment. As should now be becoming clear, much of leadership involves the ability to balance competing imperatives. The need to strike such a balance is most evident when a new leader takes over an organization amidst a precarious situation. Leaders who alienate a substantial portion of the workforce or the customer base of the organization during their initial period of office rarely recover. The same may be said for leaders who create the perception of being weak and indecisive, On the one hand, it is difficult to overstress the need to appear proactive during the early days of leadership. On the other hand, there are serious risks in acting precipitously at a time when the new leader's knowledge of the organization is limited. There is no question that the decisions taken during the first 90 days of leadership can influence the remainder of any leader's term of office. However, that influence can be bad as well as good. Many a leader has regretted adopting a particular path too hastily. Nevertheless, there is much that a new leader can do during the brief honeymoon period that follows taking up the reins of office to demonstrate that he or she is able to act both decisively and wisely. One obvious measure is to take active steps so as not to be left isolated in the position of command. Contrary to much common wisdom, It is unwise to adopt an open-door approach to command. Such an approach is passive. A new leader must go out into the organization and inquire into its operations so as to learn as much as possible about the staff who run it, the environment in which it operates, and its relationship with outsiders. A positive attitude indicating a willingness to work with the existing staff does much to build confidence. Another obvious measure is to avoid becoming the pawn of a particular clique within the organization. The new leader should be open to all, because only in that way can the new leader accurately assess everyone within the organization. Coalitions are necessary, but they should be formed only after a realistic assessment has been made. All leaders must be able to visualize the organization, its environment and opportunities, to describe to the rank and file, and direct them in taking such steps as are advisable or necessary for the organization in the circumstances. When responding to an immediate crisis, to visualize is A, to recognize what is wrong with an organization, and B, to identify the means of correcting it or some other appropriate desired outcome in response to it. To that end, leaders must be able to identify the time, space, resources, purpose, and action required to deal with any problem confronting the organization. When charting the future for the organization, To visualize is A, to identify a suitable mission for the organization, and B, to set its strategic goals. Such missions and goals must be identified through appropriate methods of analysis. In either case, the leader must identify 
those steps that are essential, the correct priority for taking each step, those steps that are consistent with achieving the desired outcome, and those actions or events that would undermine the chances of success.